themselves the Bad Batch. Sessions back again, boy. My heart and blood all ran, boy. Chrome was ain't enough, boy. So you're asking when, boy? Capping every week, boy. That batch is on your screen, boy. Made that display debut. Made that background hot, It's the bad batch. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions, the Bad Batch Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, also known as Jabba the Hud, and joining me here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon for one last recap for this year of the Bad Batch is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's got wonderful hair. Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker. How are you, sir? Hey, Matty boy. Happy Bad Batch Friday. The last one for a while. Yeah, man. For a while. I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. How on earth are you, Mr. Hudson? I am doing all right. We're kicking it old school today with a slightly earlier earlier recording, hearkening back to the glory days of the first half of the season. And this is how we... um, it steered the ship, but no, I'm mm. I'm doing all right, mate. It's Friday. I can't wait for the weekend to begin. And um, oh. yeah, one last bad batch episode, um, and this is and also one last Friday or weekday Star Wars episode of anything until mm-hmm. what visions maybe then then Book of Boba. Yeah, well, it looks that way, mate. It looks that way. Visions. When when is that coming? Is it? August wanted, is it? I heard this them say month? the fall, so I wanted to say September, October. That might be wrong there. Ah, uh, right. Uh, but I mean, that'll be sometime cool this to autumn. Out, so yeah, be cool sometime this autumn. So that's yeah. that's all right then. That's all right. Okay, yeah, fair enough. At some point it'll be on, but um, so that'll be something to tide us over until we get to um, Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, I tell you what. I tell you what. I woke up this morning. I grabbed my coffee, like you said, because we're doing it in the morning today for the finale. Um, I, I grabbed my coffee, got my breakfast biscuits, uh, burnt myself, but that's a different story. And uh, w- watched the Bad Batch finale, mate. It, it it was surreal just sitting there thinking, mate, don't have to do this. After doing it for like 16 weeks or 15 weeks, <laughs> oh, um, no. whatever it was. It was been well worth it for all of you lot, though. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Uh, this is a spoiler show just an fyi if you're tuning in for the first time welcome um yep. but yeah it's, it should be it should be given that this is a spoiler show what do you reckon mate boy uh yes this is very much a spoiler heavy episode as per the other 15 if you haven't watched the this week's episode of the bad batch this one's no different in length it's about 22 three minutes go check it out come back and listen to us see if you agree with what we're about to say or our top level opinion which is now what I'm going to ask you, Blilo Ren. Last week you were you were a bit kind of a bit a bit way on that uh, part one of the finale. Now part two, what are you thinking? I want to ask you first, mate. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I, I did this. I, I I did this last week. <laughs> I was like, Matt, I think you should go first because I don't want to sway you. I don't want to sway you in any way, in no. any way. So I want you to be. Do you mind? Do you mind if you go first? Anything you ask, my friend, I'm willing to do. Uh, no, I, I, I like this one for the reason that in the last uh, week or two, we had a message saying, uh, you know, 
ba- the Bad Batch, do, 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 we, do people we like the Bad Batch because of the time it takes place, because of the politics of the galaxy, rather than actually the Bad Batch gang? And I thought that was a really interesting point. And what this finale part two gave us, um, Camino Lost, is was an episode solely based around the Bad Batch and Omega and Crosshair. And they've got to get out, but it, it's about them not necessarily fleshing out their uh issues because as we found out at the end they didn't but it's trying to trying to identify sorry um trying to come comprehend each other's ideologies and thoughts and i i liked that they had to get out of this sticky situation yes they had bad batch moments you know there was always a bigger fish somewhere um, oh. and they but it was just about them and crosshair and they all kind of had a go at each other and then by the end we will speak about that as well but I uh, I liked it as a finale because I thought it was I won't say bold or brave because it wasn't but it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be where it was going to be mm. a bit more you know fast paced action packed I liked it because it was slower and we got to understand the bad batch and also a lot of people thought Crosshair was going to go back to the gang by the end of season one I didn't think they was going or I hoped he wasn't going to and so I was glad that they went down that route but. I, I, I can imagine a lot of people wanted probably more action, more um, bigger moments, shall we say, more reveals, more twists, as is the modern day TV watching. But I was quite happy with it. And if I watch it as part one and part two, I think it's a pretty decent finale. Again, it's, it didn't it didn't blow my socks away in terms of that was the most uh, crucial, vital thing I've seen all year. But as an episode of The Bad Batch, I really appreciate that we got to spend time with the gang. Hmm. Mm, okay all right i like that by the way very very good answer Thank very you, matt hudson answer i like it like a long-winded way of saying yes it was good because it was more insular we got to spend time yeah. with them well okay i'm i'm gonna uh share my thoughts now um okay i think the i think actually as a standalone episode this is fantastic mm-hmm. for all of the reasons you said it's very character driven that was the expression i kept thinking of and yeah i i think a lot happens in this we learn more about our uh, heroes a wee bit but really it's it's what we've learned about them and how they deal with it you know whether yep. it's tech whether it's a sniper head across her uh omega <laughs> little baby omega um you know whoever whoever tech whoever um but matty boy i'll be honest it didn't feel like a finale yeah. It didn't feel like a finale. I understand and, that. And I know you've you've mentioned a few reasons as to maybe why, um, but that doesn't I, – I don't know. I, I just – I thought, okay, is that it? Like, mm-hmm. all right. That's 60 – remember, this is 16 weeks. 16 weeks of tuning in to a show. And it it, it just felt okay to me. As a, but like I said, as a standalone episode, I think this was very good. Very, mm-hmm. very good for the reasons you, you've mentioned. Um, but what really interests me, it's like Downton Abbey. Yes, Bad Batch and Downton Abbey have similarities. Yeah, they're very uh, similar. Would, would you believe it? Um, I, when I think of Downton Abbey, I, I, my missus and I really enjoy it. My missus does enjoy period dramas in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a fan. It has to have something there, like a little spark that I'm interested in. Um, so Downton Abbey really appeals to me because of the historical stuff, you know, how they tie the story in to the 
changes in, in workers' rights or maybe even the First World War, things like that. And the thing with Bad Batch that really, really gets me excited and really um, gets me, I'll be honest, to tune in week in, week out is seeing the political climate of the galaxy change now that the Empire has just been born. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is some of the most interesting stuff in Star Wars that we've had in, in, in quite a not not quite a long time, but it, in the animated world, it f- certainly feels like quite a long time. Uh, oh, well, saying that, we did have Clone Wars last year, which was lit. But um, yeah, it, and I'll be honest, Matty Boy, I, I feel like eh, we got we got bits of that two episodes. We got a huge chunk of that, and then we're back to the characters. And it feels like, well, I don't know. It felt like there was something missing, Matty Boy. It felt like there was something missing. To me, this felt like a mid-season finale. You know, like how they used to do in Star Wars Rebels? Yeah. Yeah, they used to do mid-season finales. But then we're living in a completely different time. We're living in the in the era of streaming, aren't we? So I suppose it's totally different. So up top, I I like the episode, but it didn't, for me, it didn't quite hit it for a finale, mate. That is totally fine, my friend. And I... You know, you know, you know the Hudson rules. I haven't seen the reception to this, but to be fair, it is still quite early. Um, yeah, I don't me too, know if man. There me is too. Much out there, but um, I, again, I, I can see a lot of people be disappointed, especially given how the season started. Listen, this this started on May the fourth. It's now August the thirteenth. That's how long we've been doing this for. Uh, May the fourth, August thirteenth. That's a long way. Um, and this started with a bang for a lot of people. I thought the first episode was really good, and it started, and then it picked up some momentum, and then, and then. I don't want to say things change, but uh, there was there was a shift somewhat. Uh, I don't quite know when. I don't quite know how. But you know, things it, it, the, the momentum stops a bit, uh, and we started to focus on uh, wider problems that weren't necessarily the galactic. Uh, sorry, what's happened on Camino or with the mm-hmm. bats themselves? And they were all good episodes, but uh, as part of a season, it felt a bit disjointed. But I don't think yeah. that, I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, there what do you was, mean? Because, like, because we had those episodes, for example, on Ryloth, which were wonderful. But then when you kind of think um, what they were setting up, they were setting up uh, what's happening on Ryloth, uh, a bit more about Crosshair, the Bad Batch themselves, obviously a backdoor for, oh, look, here's Hera again. Um, it felt that, you know, take those out, continue on with what what's happening with the clones or something like that, and have the first season all about the clones and have the Ryloth episodes in sec- in the second season and start yeah. to build things out yeah. a bit more. But um, but saying that, I really enjoyed this episode, so I'm, I can't... It, it, that's kind of like a, a moot point, really. But um, as for this yeah. one, though, yeah, it was... There was a lot of times where they they all had a go, like uh, Hunter, Tech... Wrecker, especially like the the OG Bad Batch, not as much Echo, um, but the OG Bad Batch were all saying, "Look, Crosshair, come on, mate, we would we we would have come back for you, even if you are a bit of a goon." Or Hunter saying, "The Empire, you know, the Empire's <laughs> going to eat you up and spit you out." And Crosshair's like, "Well, look, look where your leadership's get get, get got you. You're going to get everyone killed." And there's a lot of going back and forth. And at one point, I thought, oh, "He's going to yeah." Some when he saved uh, Az and Omega, I thought mm. oh, he's going to be a going to be a good guy now. But I'm glad that Crosshair didn't uh, turn to turn back to the bad batch. He will do because his look right at the very end as the Marauders taken off. He he's got the most rueful look where he's kind of like 
it's like a kid when they're like, oh, I, I wish I'd said yes, I wanted that now, but I can't, it's too late mm. to say it. Mm. He's kind of, he, you can tell he's like, oh, what am I doing? I'm stuck here on Camino. My home, my home's been blown up. The Empire, he knows the Empire's betrayed him uh, or left him. The bad batch have left him. Well, he's, well, he, he's left them. So he's, well, what's going to happen with Crosshair, mate? That's, that's what's exciting me for the second season. But, um, yeah, I thought he was going to turn back and, Interestingly, throughout the episode, a few times they they showed him grabbing it, rubbing his uh, head where the chip should have been, maybe which was mm. making me think: Is it still actually in there? Has he been? Uh, was he telling lies? Yeah. yeah, right. Which would be right. interesting. And this is what I mean, Matty Boy. There is there is a lot of personal character driven stuff in this episode that is mm. lovely, or or maybe lovely is the wrong word, but it's it's certainly very drama filled, and I think that's interesting. It's really interesting because it is pushing the narrative forward. It's pushing the story forward. It's pushing our characters forward, especially Sniperhead and Omega. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got the confirmation that Omega is older than the rest yeah. of the Bad Batch. So she doesn't have the aged uh, acceleration, the aging acceleration thing. She is just like Boba Fett, um, which is, again, w- interesting. It's interesting. Yep. I wonder where that will take us because that means that Omega could show up. I uh, maybe live. I was going to say live action, but then you'd have to maybe put Tamara Morrison in a wig or something. I don't know. Can you imagine? Um, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I I don't know, mate. I don't know. It's um, I thought that all really really cool stuff and the stuff with crosshair. Yeah, it's it's weird because it capture. On on your what's the expression? It Tone? kept you on, yeah, kept you on your toes. You were like, oh, hang on, is he gonna be back with his boys again? Is he gonna be part of the uh, bad boy bad batch? Um, no. And again, like you said, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Yep. Oh, at, at the the last, what well, one of the last lines of the episode, not the last one, was um, you've got uh, uh, Omega saying, "No, thank you for saving." AZ and he's like, consider us even. Um, right. And then she turns around and he's like, you're still their brother. You're my brother too. And I thought, oh, wow. Go on. Go on, Omega. And that's when Crosser, I think, was almost like a shot to the heart where he's like, damn, after everything, the, the you know, the Batch are my brothers. And then there's this kid who he keeps writing off the whole show. Even mm. she's like, you know, you're my brother too. Even 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 when he said, you know, they're not your brothers. You're not anything. You're, you're, just because you're a clone doesn't mean you're like them. She's still hanging on to the idea that he can come back because they all they're all kin essentially. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I thought you know Az got more to do. The little droid he was uh, having a bit of fun, um, getting absolutely battered throughout the episode. Um, I, but I did hope I did want him to die and rust at the bottom of the sea. Not because I'm awful, but because that bit was so good when he was like, I've yeah. completed my yeah. objective and he saved Omega. I was like, oh, I'm feeling something for a droid. It sounds anti-droid. I'm not. But uh, but then Omega <laughs> dove, dives in to save him, which I thought was a bit daft. Um, but then it gave us the crosshair um, moment where he saves her. So I guess that's what that bit was there for. Yeah. I, I, I've always been honest, that droid kind of gets my nerves. <laughs> you did want him to die then at the Easy. I was the like, of the sea. Yeah, because again, I was <laughs> like, actually, in my head, Matty Boy, I was like, actually, you know what? That's a nice little send-off to that part yeah. of the Clone Wars, again, and, and the prequel era. And that's something that we said about Kamino last week, is the bombing of Kamino really felt like a... <laughs> 
turning the page on that part of the prequels. Yes, and definitively. That's exactly, and that's what this show should be doing, you know, yeah. because this is the first like a uh, show or really just anything that we can watch on a te- telly um, where we're seeing this era of star Wars and it's really interesting. It's very, very political, very complicated because the empire has just taken over and yeah, even just small things like with the droid, like with a, it's a Z, isn't it? As the yeah. Americans would probably yeah, yeah. say, A Z, obviously. A Z, you know, A Z. Oh, A Z, you're gonna drown. <laughs> I know there was this <laughs> one bit where A Z was pushing uh, Omega up to the surface, and she was like, "Come on, A Z, you've got it." And I was like, "Flipping out, love. Look, it's a droid. Yeah, like He's electric. you. I get that you want to live, and then, and then." Uh, he starts like failing and everything. His battery is like, he didn't have Duracell in the back of him. <laughs> and um, he, he, Omega's like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to crack open my tube and uh, go and rescue him. I thought, hang on, love. Hang on. He's, he's a droid. He's a droid. And I, mate, I know, I know that was. I'm I'm probably sounding. I promise I am not a bitter person. <laughs> I, I just thought, come on, like Amiga, like love. I've given the circumstances. You've got your, it felt very strange. You've got your brothers, you know, quote unquote brothers up there who've survived. Surely they mean getting to them safely means way more to you than a kind of a sarcastic droid, you know, who's just kind of. I don't know, just kind of joined up with the Bad Batch almost like, almost accidentally. Um, that, that did bug me a little bit, mate boy. It did bug me. And I know that's a really small thing, <laughs> but it's no, one of those it, things it. where you're like, come on, Amiga, stop doing yeah, stupid that, that stuff. It did feel a bit daft. It did, it did feel like we're going to get in, you know, if, if in the finale, the only person to kick the bucket was AZ, at least there was something where it's like, oh, wow, you know, there was, there was stakes. There was ramifications. There was something. Obviously, the fact that Camino is now laying on the seabed, uh, Topoca mm. City, sorry, is a huge deal. But, you know, to know that even like AZ had to be sacrificed for them to get up there and it's to Amiga, that would have been a big deal. And it may have even been some character, because it added some character growth for her going forward. Um, yeah, that's true. I just would have liked just, just have point. something where it's been like, oh, at the end of it, that droid win, and oh, he may have been a bit of a bit annoying, but what a nice way to go out! And then, the, then that long shot of him kind of like falling down, uh, f- floating down to the bottom. I thought, oh, sinking. Sorry, I thought, oh, that's really, really well done. And then, and then she <laughs> decided to just go on a suicide mission and try and save it. But um, it's like uh, Jack from the Titanic, you know. It is a bit like Jack from the Titanic, <laughs> except he didn't have crosshair there to shoot to grapple him up. But what yeah. would be even more, what would be even uh, silly or, or funny, depending on your sense of humour, is if they got AZ back up and well, he was just beyond repair anyway, so they had to throw him back in. Um, yeah, mm. so I liked uh, a lot of that. I liked the first ten, fifteen minutes as well, where or ten minutes where Topoka City is just collapsing into the sea, and they're having to try and traverse every single possible problem that's happening. The routes are closed off. The fact that it is sinking. So it's not exactly a stable, uh, footing for them. I really, I really like that part of it. Um, Rampart, I think the way it opened with that classic shot of an Imperial from behind with his arms behind his back, I thought that's very empire. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Put other things. What about the, the what about the actual ending then, mate? We, with um, 
Nala say? Because I thought, oh, they've taken her to Edu foolishly because it was nothing like Edu. But I thought it was a Rogue yeah. One tie-in. Is that a um? Is this the Empire got big things planned for her now? Is this something Death Starry? Is it something that's going to tie into the rise of Skywalker with Palpatine clones? Is did, did the Empire want to create a new legion of clone uh, troopers? Well- the the Imperial officer, the one with the glasses, did have the cloning facility badge. Yeah, like Pershing from the Mando. Just, yeah, exactly. Just like Kershing in, in the Mandalorian. Um so I I I think that is a wicked tie-in. Wicked tie-in. I think that scene for me really did help things with this episode because mm-hmm. I thought, hang on, look, there's a bigger picture here. Um and yeah, it it, it makes sense. You know, the, the, the Empire, we know that the Empire have been working on cloning projects. You know, are you going to get one of the Kaminoan cloning scientist people to come and help you out? Of course you are. Yeah. Of course you are. That, that like, just makes perfect sense. And uh, I'm glad they included that, mate. I'm really glad they included that. So uh, it, it, I think that is probably um, the canonical way of uh, trying to say, look, you know, the Palpatine knew, I know this is early days, yeah? It's early <laughs> days, people, and it's early in the morning for us. Um, <laughs> it's probably Palpatine figuring out, look, I could die, so I'm going to set up my my backup plan. Yeah. Um, yep. And I think that's what Cannon's trying to do, in, mate. Trying to do, mate. I Cannon, really do. Cannon. Cannon. Oh, I, think right. okay, yeah, Cannon. I think you're right, mate. It makes sense as well, because the... Cause you know, what are all what are all Sith fear losing their power? Palps mm. has now got it after however many years and decades of trying to take the Jedi down and overthrow the Republic. He's got it. He's now a marked man. He knows that himself. He may be a Sith a Sith Lord, but he's a marked Lord. man. So he knows that you know at any point someone could come gunning for him. If he's got a facility, great. If he's got one of the galaxy's greatest cloning minds helping, even better. Especially because. Um, the clone trooper says to Rampart, all Kaminoan facilities have been collapsed into the sea. They, they, that one line mm. basically says, right, that's it now. Kamino is dead, he's gone. Uh, he didn't sound mm. very happy, the clone trooper, when he said it to it to Rampart, which I thought was very telling. When he said it, he kind of, in his voice, there was a I'll say sadness and kind of and disgruntledness, which makes me think that clone rebellion may still come. If those chips are going to wear off and the clones realise this guy's just destroyed our home. There could be that rebellion because listening back to him saying it, he didn't sound particularly pleased. But the Camino facilities are gone, certainly on on Camino themselves. So they said that, hence they've got Nala say in to that possibly new cloning facility. We've seen what Pershing was trying to do with Baby Yoda's M count, those pickled snokes in a jar in season four, episode four of season two of yep, the Mando. Yep. So. And you know, there's if 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 this is all tying into the return of Palps, then okay, good, cool. Uh, I'll be interested to see how much they dive into that next season. Um, other than that, mate, it was just a pretty. It was a decent episode. Yeah, as a finale, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the greatest finale you will ever see in terms of my god, that's left me needing more now. I can't wait for next week. For or I'm really upset we haven't got it next week, but. Mm. It did reiterate to me, based on the question we had a few weeks ago, and also me thinking about it, that I do care about the Bad Batch. And the reason I like the Bad Batch is the state of the galaxy, but also because I like the gang. I really Mm. like this gang of idiots, basically, uh, who are held together by Little Omega. I like them an awful lot. So, um, And this episode, 
uh, made me yeah, it, it kind of strengthened that you know the power the power behind that. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two, and I know we'll probably get into season two more and more as it approaches and what we think may happen. But you know, they've they've set it up fairly nicely for me. Crosshairs by himself, the Batch are probably going to go and hang out at Sid's again. Um, the Empire are here to stay. The clones may find out that Camino's gone, and Nala say is now in the Empire. So there's a lot of stuff they set up is now how do they do they do a sorry to mention it a star wars resistance and just kind of backtrack upon themselves and not really do an awful lot in season two or do they or do they burst forward now mate that's what i'm interested to see but um yeah i'm glad that we got a a character focused episode um to end off with yeah um i think it's going to be forgettable matt I think yeah. it's going to be forgettable, mate. And Which, what, I, what do you mean? This episode, do you mean? Yeah, I, I do. And when I think of, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm listening, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm, I'm agreeing. But I think when we look at it retrospectively in a few years' time, you're not going to say, if I go, Matt, like, what's your favourite animated season finales? I don't think Bad Batch will be up there. I think you'll probably think of season seven, Clone Wars, some other Clone Wars stuff, mm-hmm. Rebels, Twilight, The Apprentice. Yeah, man. There's, oh. there's, there's so much. there's so much to choose from my boy there is just so much to choose from and with this one it did feel anticlimactic it didn't it it did feel like uh, right so we're almost in the same position we were Mm mid-season basically you know and yes we've learned a bit more about the characters and it's given us a wee bit more to think about but i mean what do you think about snipe head or crosshair Mc, McSnipey head. Snipey McSnipey head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because in the last episode, um, he said he felt betrayed, right? And he was like, hang on, well, you guys didn't come to rescue me and stuff. Um, do you think they've kind of... Because ter- it was almost like he was a victim there. Yeah. It was almost hinting at that. But then with this episode, well, no, he's he's still pretty much a villain that's just him right now um what do you think do you think that they're going to um work on his character a bit more do you think he'll end up returning to the bad batch or what what's going to happen mate i think he's a bit petulant is what i think he is to be honest because he I, I think in his head where that chip is or in his little clone heart he wants to join the batch again but i think in his head he's like no i, I don't want to make the first move you know even though they've invited me, i don't want to give in to this i don't i, I generally think he's a bit stubborn well they even said he's stubborn basically that's that's in his um genetics but uh i don't know mate i don't think the empire are going to welcome him back or i think he may try and reconnect with the empire and they may just completely like flush him out because in the last episode one of the troopers reported to rampart and said you know ct whatever crosshair basically has betrayed us for his brothers they basically ratted him out to the empire so they know that that as far as they're concerned crosshair is you know, he's excommunicated himself from the Empire. Hmm. So is he going to go back to them? I don't know. It's there's going, to, there's going to have to be some character development because he may end up being a lone gun for hire. He may end up being like Din Djarin was, just roaming hmm. the galaxy looking for a score. So Which I think be they will give cool. him some uh, character development. But I do, he'll either go back to the Bad Batch in the end or he'll, he'll, uh, he'll die a hero in some yeah. way. Maybe save, it, save an Omega or something right at the end. Um, or something like that. Um, <clears throat> if he goes back to the Bad Batch before that, you know, it's got to be a good reason because, like you said, he's, he he says the Batch betrayed him. The Bad Batch, all of them, 
And Amiga even said, look, look, geezer, come on, come back. You know, we'll rustle you up some steaks. Come on. And he said, <laughs> steaks. nope, exactly steaks. That's favourite, steak and I chips. I love steak. And he said, no, I'm loyal to the Empire. The yeah. Empire ain't loyal to him. So yeah. I'll be interested to see what happens. I mean, if he does go back, great. But it also, I mean, I'll throw it back to you. But also, now that Camino's gone and the Batch are just out there, hmm. What what what's next for them? What what do they do now? Obviously, the empire probably be after them, I guess. But mm. where do the bad batch themselves go from here then? Well, that's the thing, mate. That is the thing. I mean, are the empire after them? You know, it like what? how important they think they are. Right, I know. Right, right. You know, it, it would be from my point of view. I'd think, well, surely they've got more important things to think about. But I suppose, I suppose, the empire is a huge, huge thing isn't it it is literally an empire so yeah they have the resources to hunt down a bad batch i suppose the only thing i'd i'd imagine they'd really want is maybe amiga um maybe for like to i don't know for research or something Mm -hmm. maybe that's why we got the uh cloning facility little hint at the end of this episode um so there's definitely a thread there they could follow up with but um yeah i think other than that i part of me would feel like well you know have they have they done much for the empire to be like look new number one target the bad batch i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe if they were going to uh, kill all the clones or something like that and maybe that's what would push our boy sniper head into well back into the arms of 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 his brothers into the bad batch maybe maybe something like that and that could that could work really really well um it does all come down to the magical word though doesn't it really so i don't know yeah no you're right mate it's um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be filthy that was, to find it, that out was where execution by the way you know it all comes down to execution but yeah <laughs> I do have that. I just realised I have that sound on here. Um, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be filth, mate. Um, is Nala say gonna be a double agent? Is she gonna be a Galen Erso? Yeah, I'll come and help you with your with your cloning facility. Secretly, the whole time she's sabotaging it from within. Um, mm. There's that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, before I give my rating, here, my final thought on episode is I'm just as I've said all along throughout the whole season, what I didn't want to happen didn't happen, which is that crosshair became friends again and everything was okay uh, because mm. crosshair has already done some awful things in season one like killing civilians um mm. so i'm i'm happy with that so i'm glad that they had the conviction to say like no this guy is bad and he's going to stay bad you know they may not be at each other's throats necessarily but they have different points of view and they're going on different paths now i'm glad yeah. that they didn't just go the happy ending and be like yep come and rejoin us and the the last scene was them all sitting it's on true. a marauder together being like ah oh, there's your old bunk oh Amiga's got it now and then they all start laughing and then it's a freeze frame on their happy faces the glad batch as um our boy sammy just said but so that's that's kind of my one takeaway is that it it, it makes for an intriguing season two simply because crosshair isn't with them the empire is now you know here to stay obviously and the batch are out there what are they going to be up to so you know it sets stuff up was it the most um vital season finale ever no but like you say it's it's closing the chapter on the prequels uh, and setting up new things going forward so there was a lot mm. to take from it from me but now i want to know well you're going to give this at 10 oh mate you want to know what oh, i'm gonna give this i feel like no obviously we're going to talk about this more because i still feel like i need to digest this a bit more maybe watch it another time mm-hmm. um maybe watch and- the finale back from back to back maybe 
Yes, I think I'll do that, mate boy. I think yeah, I'll do that because I, I don't want to, like, don't get it twisted. I think there was a lot to love in this episode. There was a lot to like in the last two episodes, especially that third one that, mate, that was, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of 10, mate boy, I'm probably going to give this a probably. Oh, wow. A, what would you say? A four? What are you on about? <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Four. Wow. I don't know. I I kind of, I'm leaning toward like a high six, like mm-hmm. 6.8. So just short of a seven. That's probably what I'm leaning to right now. But I think I'm going to give it a seven because as a standalone episode, I think this was a very good character driven experience, but this isn't, this just isn't what I was looking for in a finale personally. So you know what? I think I'm actually going to do it. It's 6.7. 6.7. That's handy. <laughs> to be, uh, to be I, awkward. As in, uh, to be awkward when it comes to the averages. Uh, the, yeah. um, <laughs> I can't do that. We'll do that. It's going to be pretty filth. Um, as a season finale, yeah, I, as a season finale, I would give it a six because, you know, because of what we had come to expect. I don't need twists and all that kind of good stuff to make a finale good, but... Um, there is that kind of like excitement level that you want to get from it. I didn't have the excitement, but I absolutely mm. had the intrigue and engagement. So as a seed finale six, but as a standalone episode, I'm going to give this one a 7.3. I'm going to give this one out of 10 just to be, be like Bly Interesting. and um, put a so, decimal in there. So similar to me as a standalone episode, you rate it higher, but as a mm. finale, you rate it lower. But I think so. Yeah. But yes. knowing that we're getting season two, kind of uh cushions any any kind of blow at all because had have had season two been up in the air and this could have potentially been the final ever episode then it would have it would have been a bit odd um but because we know we're getting season two that kind of i, I now know that okay they've they've set stuff up they're going up they're going to pay it off we're going to get uh answers to what we've been what's been set up in this episode so um yeah that that does help an awful lot i think for me mm. yeah yeah, I'm. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what people have to say about this, mate. Same. I th- I I really think it's going to be mixed. I really think it's going to be mixed, and uh, I yeah. I I wonder. I wonder what like our listeners will think of it. I'm really yeah. intrigued because I think even with our listeners, a lot of them have been quite split on this series, uh, particularly the second half. Yep. I think at the first half of any series, there's always going to be more optimism, excitement, and hype for it. 16 episodes that's a long time mate boy mm-hmm. that is a long time 16 weeks of 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 watching and committing to a series and you know a finale has to keep that in mind i think and it, that's a hard thing to balance because i'm not the creator here i'm not the writer in the animation department so i'm going to digest this a wee bit more and i'm going to i, I can't wait to talk about it more actually i really can't wait to and i, I can't wait to hear other people's opinions too yeah. yeah, there is a discussion, wider discussion to be had, I think, around the season, which I'm sure we'll have uh, at some point. Uh, yeah, but I mean, look, Camino's gone. Django Fett's apartment is gone. You know, I'm sad, mate. You <laughs> dead. Know, things. Yeah. Dead. Can you imagine Django going back? Oh, I, for- I forgot my wallet. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? Whoops. Well, he wouldn't be going back. Boba thinking, oh, Dad forgot his wallet. I'm going to go and get it. Where's... Where's Dad's yeah. room? Oh no! Fire! <laughs> yeah, fire! <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's so. Uh, poor old Camino is is gone. The Bad Batch are going to be back again next year. Like I said, May the fourth, twenty twenty one to August thirteenth, we've had Bad Batch. 
it seemed like a long old time, which because it was. Wow. It's a, when you put it up May, June, July, August, that's a long old time. But that's hey, look. mental. We all had a good time with it. We had our ups and downs of it. And I am looking forward to having, a, like I say, a retrospective look back at the season um, mm. at some mm. point. But that is it then for the Bad Batch Season 1. The recaps are over. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in week in, week out to um, support the show and also to support the Bad Batch as well. Uh, do let us mm. know what, like Luke said, let us know what you think about this episode. Was it a bust? Was it the best of the season? Was it... Mm? Now, what did you think? What would you give it out of 10? Just let us know. Star Wars Sessions, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere on the social media you can find us. Luke... For another year of the Bad Batch recap, anyway. <laughs> from me, see ya. And from Lukey Boy. May the force be with you always. Tick, 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 tick,